0: Morning starts anew, and with a shiny dew, everything's covered. The sunny sky is clear, the darkness is not here,
1: the new day.
2: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Salty Canadian Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah. This week, I will have two amazing podcasters help me out with a couple news articles that you will hear shortly. All links will be posted in the show notes, including a link to my PayPal where you can donate with, I hope. Hopefully somebody might someday soon so that I can get some better recording equipment and to be able to produce a maybe more quality podcast. So here's Nate from the Stranger Than podcast with your article entitled Spirit of 3,000-year-old addiction priest caught on camera walking into tomb.
1: Ghost hunters have caught what they believe to be the spirit of an ancient Egyptian priest on camera right next to his tomb. Ghost hunting couple Sean Reynolds and Rebecca Palmer were filming at the Leeds City Museum, home to the tomb of ancient Egyptian priest Nesyamun Moon, when they filmed the hooded shadowy figure walk across the room. As the alleged spirit, who has been dead for three thousand years, appeared, the electronic equipment in the room can be heard beeping frantically. Mr. Reynolds said, All the equipment was going crazy, and that only happens if something sets off our alarms. It was Jane, our camera lady, who saw the shadow. We didn't at first, so we just had to trust that it would be there. When it came to editing the video, we were praying it wasn't just something she had seen with her own eyes. It was great to see we had actually got it, and it's so clear. The top of the shadow was in the shape of a pointed hood, and it walked straight into the tomb on the right. It's the tomb of a priest called Moon. I definitely think it could be his spirit. From what I know, the museum is meant to be quite active with reports of Nessie being seen. So our first visit to a museum that's meant to be haunted by a mummified priest and we managed to film a shadowy figure darting off into his tomb? It was brilliant. As much as I believe in the paranormal, I like to be skeptical. So the first thing I do when we capture something is try to debunk it. For one of us to create that shadow, there would have had to be light behind us, but there wasn't and there wasn't anyone walking behind us. And you can tell when there is actually something there. You can definitely sense it.
2: Now, here's Brian with the Those Who Fake podcast, reading Roswell UFO shock claim. I drove crash flying saucer away on back of truck.
0: Shocking new details of a previously unknown witness to the alleged Roswell UFO crash have surfaced. Investigators at the Mutual UFO Network, or MUFON, received an anonymous letter about an incident in and around 1982 that could have helped shed light on the ongoing mystery. The Roswell myth has been at the heart of the UFO scene since July 1947, when the military sensationally announced in a press release it had found the remains of a crashed flying saucer in the desert nearby but the following day it retracted the statement, saying it was in fact a damaged U.S. Air Force air balloon. Witnesses later came forward to say there had been alien bodies within the crashed craft, which along with the wreckage were allegedly taken to the mysterious top-secret Area 51 military base in Nevada. The letter was sent to the U.S. organization in January, but details have just emerged after MUFON finished investigating the case. It claims that in around 1982, Jose Che Tehran went into a CNM tire shop on Yarborough Drive in El Paso, Texas as a customer and told staff he was personally involved in the Roswell crash incident. A MUFON investigation report into the letter by Robert Spearing said, according to the anonymous report sent to MUFON, Che said he was a truck driver with the U.S. Army from an unknown location. He saw a damaged craft loaded onto his truck from viewing out his rearview mirror and he saw a tarp covering it later. He was instructed by military personnel to sign a non-disclosure statement saying he saw nothing at risk of losing his military pension. The letter said the story was overheard by a mechanic at c and Che was said to be a regular customer and would often tell staff the story. The anonymous letter writer said it had been relayed to him by an employee of CNM. MUFON, the world's biggest organization dedicated to UFO and alien research, has concluded investigating the claims. Investigators located Jose Che Teran's stepson, Fernando Jimenez, age 77, and asked if he knew the story of the Roswell incident with his stepdad's participation. However, he was unable to find any living CNM staff. The report said Mr. Jimenez, whose frail and ailing, was sincere and cooperative. However, his knowledge was minimal. He could not recall the branch of service his stepfather was employed with. He also stated that he was well aware of the Roswell crash incident through television and newspaper accounts, but his stepfather never discussed the story with him. Mr. Turan himself was otherwise childless. The MUFON report added James Clarkson of MUFON made a very astute discovery in the course of the investigation. The anonymous witness stated Jose Che Turan was a truck driver with the Army. His tombstone at Fort Bliss National Cemetery shows Mr. Turan was a member of the Navy. His participation as a truck driver in the middle of a desert area is suspect. The anonymous writer also claimed there was a conspiracy underway with all online records about Mr. Turan infected with the virus. MUFON found no evidence to back this up. The report added this report is mostly without merit and certainly inconclusive as far as physical or testimonial evidence.
2: Oh, you hear that? That means it's back to school time. Before I continue with the next portion of my podcast, I just thought I'd let you guys know that this will be the last podcast until September 11th as I need to focus on getting my three-year-old daughter prepared to start her first year of school. So we'll be back the Wednesday following September 11. Okay, so here are a couple of things about people who have done crazy stuff. For me personally, the only time I have seen anyone do anything crazy or at least the aftermath of doing something crazy would have to be for... Pre- four or five years ago, when my hubby lost his finger at work, and, yeah, I had to deal with the aftermath of that, and it was pretty, pretty crazy. Um, here's one from Cal from The Bottom Podcast, and his story goes like this, and I quote, My crazy story takes place in downtown Portland. It was a getaway weekend for me and my wife, so we stayed downtown and decided to walk to dinner that night. After dinner, we were just walking around, just enjoying the night while we were walking past a parking garage. When all of a sudden, a cloud of smoke just came from the entrance of the garage. We was like, that's not regular smoke. Then all of a sudden, a guy-slash-girl, couldn't tell which one, popped out like they were on the run- a runaway. The smoke was a fire extinguisher that they were spray- spraying. Still don't know where they got it from. So they went down the street like it was a runaway, and they would spray the extinguisher, then walk through it. I still remember it like... It was yesterday. End quote. Okay, so for a few podcast reviews, I have two this week. Which one is is this adulting with Steve Pappas and his host Chris? Honestly, I really like this podcast as they make you feel like you're there with them in the room. Second one that I would like to mention is Cambo from True Crime Island. I love Cambo and his True Crime Island. He's a very well-researched podcast and I just love his Australian accent as he's recording his podcast is an overall great experience and you do learn a lot about cases. So definitely give these two a listen and definitely rate and review them on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast app that you Use to listen to podcasts. Okay, so that's all for this week's podcast. So all my links to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter will all be posted in the show notes along with all the podcasts that I've mentioned today and the links to the articles if you would like to look at the pictures and what I believe has a video Also, I'd like to take time to thank anyone who has reviewed me on Apple Podcasts. So, if you're enjoying this show, please make sure that you are reviewing it and letting me know what you think of it. If you have any suggestions or anything, you can reach out to me on my Instagram or through Gmail at thesaltycanadian2017 at gmail.com and here is a little clip from a podcast that i'm definitely gonna be tuning into this is isaac and fucking from that's a shame podcast
1: hi this is isaac oh sorry was i meant to come in there (laughs) and this is declan hi this is isaac
0: and this is Declan. That was still too much of a pause, sorry. Because you end on an upward cadence, like it's perfect. Hi, imperfect. this is Isaac.
1: Should I sound friendly?
0: Uh, or like... As opposed to what? Threatening. <laughs> not threatening, I
1: just... Um, maybe I want to create a kind of space between
0: us and the listeners.
1: Hmm. Hi, this is Isaac.
0: Oh no, that was horrible. <laughs> that sounded like you were sort of turning me down for a date.
1: Hi yeah hi this is Isaac Um, (laughs) there you're just leaving you're a doctor the results are in (laughs) (laughs) leaving bad news on the answer (laughs) it's positive but not in the way you were hoping you can follow us on Twitter at that's a shame cast you can visit our website shame.city where we post episodes every Wednesday and Sunday and you can subscribe on iTunes enjoy the show
0: nailed it oh no could we not just pay someone to do this for us (sighs) pfft
1: I don't know. You'd have to have a good voice. You're listening to That's a Shame with Isaac and Declan. Give us a taste.
2: So, just a quick reminder before I go that I will be on hiatus until... Wednesday after September 11th as I am prepping my daughter to start her first year of school. So, please keep tuned. I may throw in a small mini episode between now and next week just to get one final last episode in if I have room. So remember, my PayPal donation link will be in the description, so please feel free to donate. It will also help me get more recording equipment and you get some more space so that I can maybe record some longer podcasts. Well, thanks for tuning in to the Salty Canadian Podcast. Have a great day, eh?